Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. You know, in times like these where um, we face challenges of our faith, uh, we know on the inside that it's a time to pray. And so you hear, you drive past churches and you see scrolling on the board, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn for their wicked ways, I'll hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sins and I'll hear their land. And everyone says, if, if you're a praying person, then pray, even the government leaders. If, it's, if you're a person that prays, now is the time to pray. And so there's a call to prayer. But as children of God, we, we're people of prayer. So I want to give you some... Um, some prayer points that I use and and really an effective way on calling on God. The Bible talks about in James, we talked about it, but people who ask amiss, we talked about that in the last podcast on patience called Wait a Minute, but people who ask amiss, when you pray, it's possible to pray improperly. So there's a very simple way to pray. Prayer, first of all, if we're going to talk about rules for prayer, number one, prayer must be heartfelt. We're not as the, uh, Jesus said, don't pray as the Gentiles who just um, or he said, you know, people who just mindlessly repeat the same thing. And so it's about engaging your heart. The Lord knows what you need before you ask it, but it's important that you ask. And you ask with your heart engaged. We pray to the Father and we pray in Jesus' name. When you say in the name of Jesus, you're saying by the authority of Jesus. But there's a couple prayers and a couple uh, really things, uh, pr- uh, scriptures that I've been praying the last few days that um, have helped me with uh, uh, really this situation in what I see as number one, protection for the family, but then protection against wickedness in the land. I believe that behind the scenes, and not just with the coronavirus, but in general, there's wickedness that's at work. Because why? Because for, for the last number thousands of years, the devil's never stopped working on mankind. So there's a system, there's a structure, a satanic structure in place that, that maybe is, is hiding, is disguised. I believe in these last days, it's becoming more and more revealed, more and more blatant. But for us as children of God, while we're still here, it's up to us to pray against this. You know, for uh, a long time, I, I didn't really understand why it was necessary to pray. I thought it was a spiritual exercise that I did. But the Bible says that Jesus is in heaven, ever living to make intercession for us. So Jesus praying in heaven, what was the model prayer that Jesus prayed? He said, your will be done. Pray our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So prayer is engaging faith to get God's will in heaven enacted on earth. Are people healed in heaven? Yes, everyone's healed in heaven. Are people provided for in heaven? Yes. Is there peace in heaven? Yes. Are there wars in heaven? No. And so we're by our prayer life and through our faith in enacting God's will on earth. But who's here on the earth? Jesus is in heaven praying out, uh, praying for us, interceding for us. Who's here on earth? There's the Holy Spirit. The Bible says when we pray in tongues, he intercedes on our behalf. And so that's where it comes. You need you need Jesus in heaven and then you need the the point of contact here on the earth. You praying in tongues and you praying in English and you praying the word enacts God's will on earth. I'm going to say it very simply. If you don't pray, things don't happen. If you don't pray, God's will will not be done. Yes, you want God's will for your life. Are you praying God's will for your life? There's a divine responsibility for all of us. So I'm going to go through a couple things that I've been praying recently. Psalm uh, 75, if you want to write these prayer points down. Psalm 75, 10. 
says, For God says, I will break the strength of the wicked, but I'll increase the power of the godly. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. Father, even right now, Father, I ask you to break the strength of the wicked. Lord, break the strength of the wicked, but increase the power of the godly. Father, by your mighty hand, break the strength of the wicked, but increase the power of the godly. The Bible also says that in Psalm 7 verse 9, O let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just, for the righteous God tries the heart and reigns. Father, I ask you to let the wickedness of the wicked cease. Father, establish the just, but let the wickedness of the wicked cease. Let it come to an end. Let the hidden things of darkness be brought to light. Father, you said only with our eyes shall we behold and see the reward of the wicked. Father, let now be the time that the wicked are rewarded. Let now be the time that the wicked are rewarded. Let their wickedness come to an end. Let their wickedness come to an end. Let their wickedness come to an end in the name of Jesus. Lord, you said in Job 5 verse 12 and 13, that you disappoint the devices of the crafty so that their hands cannot perform their enterprise. Lord, you said you take the wise in their own craftiness and the counsel of the froward is carried headlong. Father, I call on you today. Disappoint the devices of the crafty so that their hands cannot perform their enterprises. Lord, take the wise in their own craftiness. Lord, disappoint the devices of the wicked. Disappoint them. Devices of the crafty in our nation. Lord, so they will not be able to perform their wicked enterprise in the name of Jesus. And so there you have three simple prayer points. Psalm 75, 10, I will break the strength of the wicked, but I'll increase the power of the godly. Job 5, 12, and 13, he disappoints the devices of the crafty so their heads cannot perform their enterprise. How about this one? Uh, Psalm 79, I'll let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. How about this? Psalm 10, 15, break, Lord, you said... Break, you would break the arm of the wicked and evil man. Lord, you would seek out his wickedness until you find none. Father, we call on you today. The wicked people in power, Lord, break their arms today. Lord, break their arms so they cannot perform their wickedness. Let their wicked works come to an end. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, answer us swiftly. Let the wickedness of the wicked cease in the name of Jesus. For many people, prayers like that are uncomfortable. They're used to hearing, Lord, just save everybody. Just heal everybody. Lord, let everyone know you. And yes, the Bible says, actually pray to the Lord of a harvest, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers. My number one prayer request is souls. Father, I thank you for millions of souls today being one for the kingdom of God. Lord, bring souls into the kingdom in the name of Jesus. And then my next number two prayer. Father, establish, you said you would establish the just. Father, establish every born again believer in your kingdom. Let them not backslide. Let them get rooted in you. Father, establish the souls that are one in your kingdom in Jesus' name. But then after that, there really is a devil at work. And God has given us his word to, to, to come and, and enact God's will. The Bible says in 1 John 3, 3, 8, For this cause 
was the son of, for this purpose, the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, by the power of Jesus Christ, destroy the works of the devil. Father, let the works of the devil come to an end. Everything that he's planning, pull the wheels off of Pharaoh's chariots in Jesus' name. Lord, let the wickedness of the wicked cease. Uh, Earlier last year, I began to pray, and I've been praying about it for a while, but I really felt to amp up my prayers against Planned Parenthood. Father, let the wickedness of the wicked cease. Lord, you said you hate hands that shed innocent blood. Lord, let let Planned Parenthood's business come to an end. Let them be destroyed in Jesus' name. Father, let the abortion industry be destroyed in the name of Jesus. And it was within a few months that 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 the gag rule was was taken away, and and Planned Parenthood was uh, vastly defunded by President Trump. And so you see that where God will begin to move on your heart. The Holy Ghost will move on your heart to pray, but it's important to know how to pray. Don't pray prayers that are just, oh Lord, well, you know what's going on and we know that you're in control. And so Father, I thank you that all thing works together for good for those that love you. You can pray that scripture, but first of all, pray fervently. That voice is not fervent. Find one scripture and ask God to do what's in the word. You have a right to ask God. He, it's his will, but he, well, why doesn't he do it already? Because he needs a voice on earth. That's the thing. The Bible says in Psalm 115 verse 16, it says, the heavens belong to God, but the earth he gave to the children of men. Without a human voice on the earth, these things, that's why even when Jesus was going to come, it had to be prophesied. It had to be spoken out by a human. That's why he had prophets. The Bible says that anything he does on the earth, he first reveals to his prophets. Why? Because he needs that voice on the earth. And that's why prayer is so important. And it's also why the devil fights strong against God's people having a committed prayer life. Because if you wake up and you decide, I'm taking 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour just to pray, to pray, first of all, for yourself, you for souls, pray for yourself. Lord, I pray this prayer all the time. Father, don't let me miss it. Father, your call, your plan, the next step for my life. Father, don't let me miss it. Speak to me clearly. Let my ears be tuned to your voice. Father, please don't let me miss it. You begin to pray fervent prayers like that, and you see what happens. First of all, you fall in love with praying because it activates your spiritual life. And I know this to be true, but many people listen to this. The Lord has been speaking to you about having a prayer life. And it's like every day you go through, you never get real fulfillment in a day because you always know, hey, I should be taking time to pray. I'm telling you, if it doesn't make it into your schedule, it's not making it into your life. You have to decide whether it's waking up early. I find waking up early easier because I'm fresh and then I'm ready to pray at the end of the night. I'm not as fresh as I was at the beginning of the day. But you take that time. The time is now. If not now, then when? 10 years from now, do you start praying? When, you, when you're in the ministry, do you start praying? At what point does it become important? Jesus didn't say if you pray. He said when you pray. But finding and directing your, your, um, your prayer life specifically. And then for protection over your family, Psalm 91.10. Father, you said, there shall no evil befall me. Neither shall any plague come down my dwelling. Father, I thank you that you said you give your angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. Father, I command supernatural protection by the blood of Jesus over my home. Supernatural protection over my organs, over my immune system. I'm filled and I'm covered by God. Father, I thank you for your protection. 
I give you praise. I give you glory. And you pray directed prayers. Break the arm of the wicked. Genesis 11, 1 through 9. Father, release confusion into the camp of the enemies in America. Father, release confusion into the camp of the enemies in America in Jesus' name. Anything the devil's planning, anything his people are planning, Lord, let there be confusion as you did at the Tower of Babel. Father, release confusion in Jesus' name over the enemies. Release confusion in the name of Jesus. Father, speak to me in the night season. Lord, speak to me. Lead me in the way that I should go. Father, I thank you. I'll be one step ahead of the enemy every single time. God is calling his people. This is a, this is a clarion call from God to say it's time to pray. If you don't have a prayer life, if you don't know how to pray, start praying. Write down some scriptures. The Lord will even show you as you're reading the Bible, scriptures that you can begin to pray. The internet's a great resource. Uh, Scriptures on uh, financial blessing, scriptures on healing, scriptures on deliverance, whatever it is, and you get a few of each and you pray fervently. You pray, Father, I'm calling on you. Father, promote me this year. Protect me by your angels in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that every step, you said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Father, every step this year will be ordered by you. Father, don't let me miss it. No missteps in Jesus' name. Father, you have right to speak to me in the night season, Lord, in the day to interrupt me. Lord, my life is yours. I pray in Jesus' name. And at the end of my prayer, I always end with rejoicing. Why? Because I believe that I received it when I pray. Father, I thank you that even today is a day of deliverance for the children of God. Lord, every persecuted Christian, you deliver them today. Father, I thank you that today is a day of deliverance. Lord, I give you praise. Lord, I honor you. Father, I bless your name. Lord, I thank you. Oh, Lord, you said that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. So, our Father, I thank you for the mountains that are moving now that I've prayed. I thank you for the power that you gave us in the name of Jesus. I thank you that you gave us tools to overcome. Father, I love you. I honor you, God. My life is yours. I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. We'd love to hear from you guys. If you're on Instagram, it's at Krista Yusta and at Ryan Yusta underscore. We'd love to hear from you if this podcast helped you. Um, We'll see you on the next podcast. God bless.